0: After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde 1 Super Scoreboards Open
1: Line. It's finished at Ibrooks. Rangers 4, Celtic 1. Rangers' unbeaten Premiership campaign continues and they will now end the season unbeaten against their Glasgow rivals. A 4 1 victory on the day. Two goals from Kemal Roof, one goal from Alfredo Morelos. And the final one from Jermaine Defoe. What did you make of it? It's 0141-951-1025 to get involved on the show. Rangers fans, I am pretty sure you will be absolutely delighted. But what delighted you the most? What did you make of the game? Who were the best players? What were the key moments? And Celtic fans, it's been a season of inquests. But it continues today. Where did it go wrong on the day? What about Callum McGregor sending off? What about the missed chances again? Because there were a few... And of course, the managerial situation Where does the club go from here? Answer the questions 01419511025 Hugh Evans.
2: Well, the questions for the Celtic supporters are Here we have a shell of a club Here we have a comprehensive beating from Rangers That has brought all of Celtic's problems to a head Who is coming in to reorganise this shell of a club? Celtic have nowhere to run now something must be said within hours or days about where the club is headed because enough is enough for the Celtic supporters. It's 10 weeks now since Neil Lennon departed the club. They've left John Kennedy to take the heat, uh, but today, no, they've got to give answers. For Rangers, it's a happy end Uh, To their old firm meetings For the season They're 23 points in front I would imagine That might be even more By the time the season ends On the 15th of May Because Celtic will have nothing To offer in the two remaining games So Rangers Clear And deserving champions Everything in their garden With regard to league football Is rosy.
1: Celtic the inquest begins Okay pick up the phone And give us your verdict Oh that's what Hugh Keevans thinks no, With no disrespect to him I'd rather hear what you think 01419511025 Let's bring in Derek and Govan To kick things off Derek I'm going to make a an all out prediction here That you're quite happy after that
3: Oh very happy I told Gordon Dale on Tuesday We would scud, scud Celtic And we did In fact I'm, I'm just annoyed We didn't get another four off them You know Easy
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was a convincing win in the end. Who who was your kind of standouts, st- Derek?
3: I thought Kima Roof was excellent. Uh, Arrebo, yeah. Stephen Davis, uh, the full team again. full backs McGregor, a couple of good saves, but that's what he's paid for. Outstanding.
1: I can't believe he's not mentioned. Ryan Kent but they were all yeah. good. I think you can make a case. Gordon, who were the, the standouts for you?
4: I thought Kent was a big player. Uh, Tavernier, some of these balls he puts into the box are sensational. Uh, Davis just controlled the middle of the park, when, especially when McGregor went off. Um, and obviously McGregor is paid to to make saves. And sometimes mm. there's just little points in a game that turn McGregor, terrific save from Mel Yonoussi, all of a sudden, two three minutes later, Celtic 10 men, and the goal down, but you know, you look at Ruth to get two goals, and a lot of people didn't fancy Ruth to start. I was one. I said that I would have probably went with right there. I thought he deserved an opportunity. Stephen Gerrard decided to go with Ruth, and it certainly paid off. Two goals.
1: Mark, you often hear this Yeah, that you know, that's what the keepers paid for. But every keeper's paid to make saves. Not mm. many do it as well as <laughs> Alan McGregor.
5: Yeah, and and at important times of the game. You know, an outstanding saves at that. He's, I mean, he, he must love this fixture. And, you know, pair him with the other guys that you mentioned there. And some of their names went through a stage in a period that they dreaded this fixture. They must have dreaded this fixture because they were taking a hide in every game. Now they've grown into this. And it looks like they love playing this. or Goldson, Davis has always been, you know, wanting to stand up to the battle. But even Morelos, who was... So much maligned for not turning up And these fixtures are being sent off Now it looks like he enjoys it Look at his celebration So it has went full circle Like I said These Rangers players endured such a hard time and a hard couple of years Now it looks like they're Having an absolute ball Any time they come up against Celtic And today's result was just icing on the
1: cake Um, And much deserved you've got to say Derek explain What this bit of the the, the rivalry means to, To your season Because I'm sure you would have taken you would have taken four defeats to Celtic If it still meant you'd win the league And you would have taken any type of league win But to win it by such a margin And to then go a full season undefeated against Celtic And cap it off today What, what does that mean to you?
3: Uh, best season ever Best season ever I bet every Celtic fan thought They will just going to start the season turn up and bag the 10 We've ruined it <laughs> We've ruined it big time yeah, their team are outstanding Outstanding is what they can Congratulations to the team again They're just and um, We're in Celtic's heads now And I think we'll run, we'll run them up For a couple of seasons Easy Do
1: you think it does have an impact Derek Because I mean this Celtic team Has failed so spectacularly This season And they've got so much Change to come in the summer Not many of these guys Will be here will nah,
3: they a clear out i they not good enough they miles behind us uh, And we've got a hard hard job To do a But we had to rebuild I mean yeah. Three
1: years it takes time So We need to get something in quickly yeah, That's the point Hugh When you speak about this Celtic rebuild There mm-hmm. are a couple of ways of looking at it I'm not saying And, and by the way you, you you could make a case for this But I'm not saying Celtic are going to have a massive rebuild Because they're not good enough It's just It's actually unavoidable When yeah, you yeah. look at the, the names And the contract situations And the loans Yeah, This is not necessarily said as being a A criticism Although you might be justified in using it that way as well It was Celtic's time And now it is Rangers time. For how
2: long it is Rangers time is for Celtic to answer. Because, as I say, they have this shell of a club now. The exodus of players will begin now. And the backroom is a shell now as well. So who is taking over? Is it Eddie Howe? I don't believe Eddie Howe until I see him with a Celtic scarf above his head.
1: I mean Derek's talking about You can hear how delighted Derek is and I'll kind of rephrase what, what I said to him You you win the league regardless of how you do it Rangers would have been delighted To to do this in the head-to-heads this season And then finish it off in that manner today You can understand why he's delighted
4: Yeah it doesn't get any better If you're a Rangers supporter Gordon Because that was a benchmark Celtic set that With the amount of trophies And you know, there were there were serial winners and this year Rangers have turned that round. Um, and Rangers
2: Rangers will have Champions League Money next season, which also alters Once they get there. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, that alters the dynamic. Uh so Rangers are there, safe, secure, champions, twenty three points in front, could be even more than that by the fifteenth of May. Uh how do Celtic respond to all of this? Because at the moment The fans are staring into the abyss and they don't know what's going to happen next at their club. Literally don't know what is going on at their club. Uh, And today's events have brought it all to a head because at 3-1, but 4 makes it look and sound even more dramatic and even worse for Celtic. And the Celtic fans, I'm sure, today, they've had their years of mocking Rangers, laughing at them, big wins
1: over them. But
2: today... It's Rangers World.
1: Uh, let's bring in William. We'll thank Derek and see what William made of it today. Hello,
6: Gordon. Hello, panel. Hello. Yeah. uh was Nate a disappointed of a disappointment me and, uh, last Sunday, Gordon. We can all to a cup. I tried to get on. But uh, in the league, there's nobody, nobody in the panel, nobody in Scotland, na- Nobody anywhere can deny Rangers have been far superior and we've proved it today. You started your piece where Celtic chances, but I think you find there's a lot more chances in that game, Gordon. Plus, you've asked who was the best players, the collective, the team, the team of the day were brilliant, um, don't get me wrong, uh, Ma- Mark and Gordon were getting uh, roof, a hard time when they're showing on Thursday, he, that boy had two bad injuries, he was flying before he got the injuries, and he's proved today, he was really good today, but as you say, Kent, magnificent, some of his, some of his close control was,
1: it just bamboozled them. I just want to get your panel's thoughts on that. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Will, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be a criticism when you pick out certain players. It's not controversial to say Ryan Kent was better than Jack Simpson. Of, mm-hmm. all, of course, Rangers. It was a team effort. That doesn't need to be a big problem by picking out one or two. Gordon, and I think clearly the footwork of Ryan Kent, the direct running, the trickery, the creativity was. Extremely difficult for Celtic to handle.
4: Yeah, um, when he's on his game, Gordon is is terrific to watch. I've got to say, um, I like I like Ryan Kent. I just thought Rangers, yeah, as a team. I didn't think the boy Simpson had the greatest of games. <laughs> I've I've got to say that, but as a team, Rangers know how to get the job done. They've got their goalkeeper, their goals, and you can put your house on all day long. Ever mm. present in that Rangers side. You've got Davis through the middle of the park, Morelis and Roof up top, we can, you know, just floating about. Uh, Tavernier, I keep going back to it. If you're a centre forward at uh, Rangers, you must love the fact that Tavernier's playing right back. The quality balls he puts in there, you'll score goals for fun. Uh, Barisic's on the other side as well, because we've seen that way Roof's goal. Roof plays it out to him on the move. Barisic's picks him out, and Mm. it's a a very good finish. So, yeah, it was a good team collective um, performance. And the, I, I I agree with William. People do talk about well, Celtic had all these chances, but I don't I don't look at it and think well, uh, Celtic didn't win the game because of missed chances. Mm. I think Rangers they scored four goals. Yeah. You had Morellis, I thought should have scored. You look at Celtic chances. Yeah, Turnbull should score. Maybe El Yunes at the back post. But apart from that, I don't really see. You know where the big argument is about oh, Well it'll be another case of Celtic miss so many chances I just thought when McGregor gets sent off It becomes a difficult job Rangers in the league so far have been too good
1: William what does this say about the, the squad Because you're on about the collective What does it say about the, the strength and depth there Because no one really mentions that Ryan Jack is unavailable And Scott Arfield is unavailable and Philippe Hollander was unavailable and Leon Balogun was unavailable and Nathan Patterson was banned as well. So no one seems to n- mention these things and that must be a credit to the guys who who are there and do a job.
6: Yeah, the, the squad the squad is the squad is very good. They proved it today. A few key injuries, out but it's, they the they can stole Gordon. The shoes got a good point. The Champions League, right? And you said they have to get through them. Well, they have to buy maybe? two, three, four players to maybe enhance enhance the team. That's where Celtic's that's what Celtic's problem is. they have got to clear they've got to clear everything. Now they've got to clear they've got to clear the decks. As I stated in a previous show, I think I think see when we start on July thirty first, whenever it is, Celtic are a threat for the map in my opinion, this is my opinion, right? Ten points behind Rangers before a boss kick. Because the last caller says then Miles behind Rangers. Look at look at the day that they just look, they look a beating out This season Don't get me wrong; hand They could turn it around Next season But they've got to Clear the decks Every signing Is got to work Everyone That's what I think Rangers Rangers need to improve Every team needs to improve You win the league You can't stand still You need to buy Better players For your Champions League run And hopefully It just goes from there
1: yeah, Let's hear the Celtic Perspective then On 01419511025 From Chris in Kings Park How are you feeling This afternoon Chris?
7: I'm no bad guys. Thanks for having us on. Um, I just want to go into the point that Hugh made there a few minutes ago. He said something about um, uh, it's been a torrid season for Celtic and things are going terrible and basically everything's doom and gloom and it's getting worse and worse. Is that roughly what Hugh had said? I recently? think that's a fair summation. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I'd stand by that, Chris. Yeah,
7: yeah. Um, the season's been great for the guys from Govan. Right, let's let's take nothing away from them. They have uh, they did fantastically in the league performances, the the table will say that and again today was that 4-1 but that's, that's their biggest ever score against us since they've came back up through the ranks mm-hmm. their biggest ever they've had the best season some might say in their new formation of their history but some might say just since they've came back their best season ever but a man down right? the, the ref today I'm not going to say about whether it should be a red card or not but the ref today early on Was card happy Who was the Rangers player That get carded Before McGregor Gets first yellow Jack Simpson Do you think that was A definite yellow
1: No I don't think The guys do no
7: So the ref was Card happy early on Right And then he's got To stick to his guns So yellows McGregor I don't know if he Actually yellowed Anybody in between Not able to watch The game back Um, And then he sticks To his guns And he puts off McGregor It changes the game
1: was it not the right decision though I mean I, I get the point About setting tones And all the rest of it But the two bookings For Callum McGregor were they, were they the right call?
7: Eh, I don't think so no I don't think McGregor Should have been off I don't Wait, think his first one Was a booking But then but then take nothing away From the second decision The ref has to make The ref goes out early With the cards right To set the tone of the game Chris, And then he's got to stick to it McGregor shouldn't have Made it easy on him By going to the ground For the second tackle He shouldn't have done that
2: Chris can I invite you To look at the bigger picture?
7: Well I, I was going to go Into the bigger picture From my point of view But
2: you can go for it first No I've I've gone for it Because you've quoted me And I, you used the wrong word But I said calamitous Catastrophic Paraphrase That's fine Yeah so The big picture please
7: It's easier to read back What you've said When it's in the press I don't have a, the chance To write it down When you're saying it On the radio No
2: I, I, I just said it I, I don't have anything Written in front of me I just said it Can Christ. we ad- address The bigger picture
1: Right go for it I've gone for it.
2: I've told oh, you twice. Oh, for goodness twice. sake, you
1: two, right, do you need me to step in here and try and mm. hold your hands together? Right, right I, I think you're on you're on the wrong wavelength. It doesn't matter whether he's got the exact words that you said or whether you've got the exact words that he said. The general feeling from Chris is that you were being dramatic. Chris is taking some... Right. It sounded like Chris was taking I, some comfort from the fact that this was the biggest win that Rangers have had against Celtic. I'm I not sh- I'm not, wasn't sure about that. We'll go back to him. I really don't know what Chris is talking about,
2: but I will speak for myself. How can anyone... Contradict the fact that this has been a calamitous season for Celtic. They they well are twenty they are twenty three points behind Rangers at the moment. Let me know when I can come back in. Uh, yeah, we, we'll do that. Yeah, they're twenty three <laughs> points behind Rangers. Uh, they have lost their manager ten weeks ago. They have left uh, John Kennedy to hold the fort while the club goes into a state of suspended animation. Nothing's happening there or at least the supporters are totally unaware of anything that's happening there. They went out of the Betfred Cup to Ross County at Celtic Park, out of the Scottish Cup to Rangers. Uh, There's an exodus of players coming up. Uh, The club for me at the moment is a shell, and there is no definitive, and I repeat definitive word, on whether or not Eddie Howe is coming. So, where are they going from here? Chris, which bits of that do you disagree with?
7: First of all, Celtic's not a shell of a club, right? Haven't been a shell of a club since the season in into 94, 95, whenever we had to get rid of the Kellys. Right? We're We're not a shell of a club. It's been a bad season, right? It's been worse than a bad season. But, like a stopped clock reads the correct time twice a day, Rangers have taken 10 years to win anything. Anything of note That is right Coming up through the divisions Yeah they had to do that
1: Does that give you This is the Because I don't get the rivalry The way you d- guys will Chris d- Does that give you comfort though You know you keep kind of Referencing that stuff Oh, oh that's the biggest win They've ever had Or that's the first league They've won in, in 10 years Or whatever Th- Does that make you feel better About Celtic tonight?
7: Well I don't know I don't know why You're going at that angle right oh, You've, I've allowed, allowed you to go on his rant So you're going to allow me To go on mine
1: yeah <laughs> <It really laughs> goes,
7: Right Have came good In one season Right There's Covid And all sorts of other stuff Going on I'm not going to blame it On the fact that There's no fans there I'm not going to blame it On the fact that We couldn't sign Who we wanted During the summer Because players didn't want To change countries Etc mm. Etc et right? no,
1: We're not blaming it On those things no I'm not going to blame okay, it good. On those
7: things We're going to look at the fact That simply haven't been Good enough this season mm. Right So We've taken a step down Every team in the league Almost has taken points off us this season. Is there any teams in the league that haven't take point, taken points off us? We've been terrible this season. Okay. right? That is, there's, no, there's no debate there, there's no doubt. And the best that the world top elite, world beat us Rangers this season because they're so great, the best they could do is a 4-1 against us after we get a man sent off. An instrumental player, mind you. Right, so hold,
1: come on, you, you, I, I've given you a bit of a chance here Chris Please allow me just to ask the question Because I, I want to try and find out where we're going It does sound an awful lot like you are taking comfort From the fact that Rangers could only manage four today That's what you've just said That that makes you what, happy That that provides you some sort of comfort this evening The
7: positions where we've been terrible this season Goalkeeper
1: Not really answering my question though
7: I don't know Will you tell me what about- with the answer is you want
1: And I'll give you it Well I, that, I'm not interested In getting the answer that I want But you keep mentioning things like It's been a terrible season You rhymed off a lot of things That you weren't blaming And then told some of the <laughs> things That you were And then you're saying that you, You've obviously used Some sarcastic language there Saying that Rangers are world beaters And all the rest of it And you're saying And the best they could manage Was to take four off What do you mean by that?
7: The be- well apparently Apparently because I've had a wee run in Europe this year And they had a wee run in Europe last year They're now world beaters Celtic have taken their eye off the ball and haven't made a team to compete in Europe or some nonsense, which is what you see a lot of the Rangers fans saying, right? Celtic have had a poor season. That's it. Celtic will regroup. We're not a shell of a team. We're not a shell of a mm. club.
1: Who has said that Rangers are world beaters? Who
7: support Celtic, will renew their season tickets and they will go back. Celtic will recruit, but will get a manager. It doesn't, mani- doesn't matter the fact that there's been 10 weeks of quiet. It's not been 10 weeks of... An echo in space, as Hugh likes to make out, and obviously he didn't use those words, and he'll use them against me. But the fact that there's been no news in the management doesn't matter, because Celtic don't have to explain themselves to you or to me as a Celtic supporter.
1: Chris, who has said at any point this season that Rangers are world beaters? Who who said that?
7: That's the... If you ask Rangers fans, that's what they're going on about. If If you have the unfortunate circumstance that you work with Rangers supporters... That's the kind of nonsense that you hear from. Them. So,
1: given that, then they should be disappointed that it was only four-one today. Eh, no, they
7: won't be disappointed. They'll be happy. They'll be happy because, because if they're honest with themselves, they will look at that Rangers team and realise they're not actually that good. I
2: They'll think they've
7: just been very poor.
2: I I think that you absolutely refuse to look at the big picture here, and you know, to use expressions like "if you're unfortunate enough to work with Rangers supporters," I mean, you, you demean yourself by. Speaking like that, but I think you absolutely refuse. And when I say shell of a club, I mean that there's a the place is going to be emptied of players in the summertime. And you also say it's all right not to know anything and not to be told anything. No, it's not all right. The people playing six and seven hundred pounds for a season ticket are surely entitled to ask a question. If you if they are asked for six hundred pounds for a season ticket and they say Who's the manager going to be? And the answer is, I don't know. And who are the players who'll be there? I don't know. Well, I think you should know, mm-hmm.
5: Chris. I, I mean, I've I've loved the rivalry. I know I've played in it. I supported it. But when it comes a stage you've got to give Rangers credit. And I mean, you're you're going you know, often, you know, a whole different angle there. Uh, Rangers possibly should be disappointed. Only four Rangers have done. Incredibly well this season. Their home form has been outstanding in the league and in Europe, and sometimes you just can't take that away. Yes, Celtic have been poor, it's coincided with Rangers being brilliant. You have to just be honest about it sometimes and hold your hands up and say, This season,
1: the better team won. No matter how much you hate to admit it, it's happened. 0141 951 1025. Pick up the phone, we could be speaking to you next
0: games are over the talking begins 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboards Open Line
1: Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the studio it's been a very interesting start to the reaction to Rangers 4 Celtic 1 we're here until Four I almost said 6 o'clock there Hugh Almost got us locked into an extra couple of hours We might need it looking at these phone lines by the way um, But at the moment it's still 4 o'clock The, the so Dazzler will volunteer for the extra shift ah, He's a selfless individual yeah. um, Let's go back, we've got Mr Tate Who's a Celtic fan on the line from mm. Moody's Burn What's your point tonight Mr Tate?
8: Well my point is, it seems to be a, a bit raw A bit raw for you, Kevin's coming on And mm. and they seem, he seems to be slating Celtic Now I'm too excited to get my head round it so, Celtics won the league nine times and I throw it, right? Rangers' day they the league this year and I throw it, right? Right. We've got that, that's granted. And they deserve the win. I'm not, I'm just, I'm only here to complain. Now, I've listened to this radio since a way, way back. A way back, Richard Park days. Right? A long time. Mm-hmm. But the show seems to be taking a sort of a, a funny level. Rangers is quoted, right? We've got this. We know they won the league, right? It took Gerrard three years to get that league, right? right? There's some of the panel on... I don't know if your show's been doing a different road. he have been kind of anti-Celtic. It might be rough for me the new mate, but I'll tell you, I have a darling, Alan, Alex Ray was one of the guys who attacked Neil Lennon. Basically, on your show, get him sacked. He should be leaving. Register. Everything, but everything, he's flung out of the sink at the, at, at the guy.
1: And depression, right? Well, hold on a minute. Let's let's, let's not make accusations that, that you can't back up for a start because that's slightly irresponsible. Um the worst you've covered a lot of ground, Mr. Tate. That's the only name I've got. I don't, don't know the first name, Mr. Tate. Um incidentally, it, the Celtic fans were in the car park asking yeah, well, for Neil Lennon to go. Well, that that was my point, Mr. Tate. See on a, on a show like this what you tend to find nothing that the panel has said about Celtic or Neil Lennon will ever come close to the negativity that some of your fellow Celtic fans have phoned in with.
8: No, no, that's no me, mate. I'm a two. I'll go way back all the years. And I'll tell you, I'll say it again, Rangers did deserve their league yep. this year. There's no two ways about that. Mm-hmm. But there seems to be a tick here and a tick there and a tick here and a big cross here. Whose business is it? Who the next
1: manager's going to be? Yours, because you're a Celtic fan and your fellow Celtic fans plough hundreds and hundreds of pounds into the club. They've not been able to get in the stadium this season. They've had to sit and watch it streamed on TV. They've watched the team go 23 points behind their rivals from a position of strength, which you've quite rightly pointed out. They've watched them get humiliated in Europe, dumped out of domestic cup competitions. Did they not have a right to know? Well, uh, well,
8: Well, we'll let you have that say... I don't mind Thank that, you. mate. I know, I know. This year's been pretty bad, but at the end of the day, it's it's they'll, they'll get their man in. Just as Rangers got their man in, but it's took him three years, one trophy, and then years.
1: Okay, so would you be happy then with that? Would you be happy to wait three years for Celtic's next piece of success? Well,
8: do you know what? I, I think I would. You I, would, I, yeah. yeah I, I'll admit that. Yes, I, I think so. Well, Jared did.
1: No, I, I get that, but I'm asking you. I'm not really interested about. Rangers here Because you're a Celtic fan and, and that would be Your main focus Would you be happy To wait three years For the next piece of success no,
8: Sorry I know I've, I've listened to you But I, you can't get away With saying that I will I, I'm, one of the, I'm one of the Celtic supporters That would wait three years But are we going to get The same hassle again Oh it's took Celtic three years To get their first eh, well It's took You know what I mean I, I, I'm just a wee bit it, it, Your, your shoes took a wee bit of Your slight
1: I don't know where you're coming from. I'll tell you where we're coming from. Celtic have gone from being very good to being not very good and therefore that goes from being all positive about Celtic to not very positive about Celtic. That's the way it worked Mark Wilson. You have told us earlier you played 18 times in this fixture You supported Celtic all your days You played for the club So if Mr Tate thinks that we are being overly critical of Celtic You can be the voice of reason Help him out, uh, help
5: him out I mean, I'm stunned here Listen to the last two callers. Uh You can only say what's in front of you To come on and say that this show's taking a turn for To be anti-Celtic is just not true The amount of years we've been on this show praising Celtic for all the good that they have done, and rightly so, we're entitled to say when it's uh, where and when it goes wrong. And we have this season, and we've praised Rangers. And (laughs) the amount of times I've been on this show through the years that we've stood and gave Rangers it, and rightly so, because they have been poor. I I mean, I'm stunned at some of the comments here, how these people can't open their eyes and just accept. That it's been such a poor season I get supporting it's important, their team It's
4: the importance of the season, Mark You can hear the hurt in these guys' voice And you can understand They're Celtic fans They've been used to getting their own way You've been used to winning trophies Celebrating You know, giving the Rangers supporters A bit of stick and banter And that happens in Glasgow But it's turned And you see today Rangers Really 4-1 uh, Robin Salt in the wound again. So that's a, it's a it's a hard process. I, I can
2: understand Mr Tate saying that he's willing to wait three years and for Celtic to do a Stephen Gerrard. However, what Mr Tate needs to know at the beginning of those three years is who will be the manager of the club and who will play for the club. And who will captain the club to replace I mean, the place, not, Scott no, Brown. But to
1: be fair, he and he's well entitled to his opinion, is not, not that not that bothered about that. He says you know, who 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 needs to know what's going on, they'll get their man, and if it takes three years, fine. That's his interpretation. You can't take that away from Mr Tate. No, all I'm asking is
2: that Mr Tate, like Chris before him, addresses the big picture as it stands tonight. I understand that in the depth of their disappointment Mr Tate and Chris before him Are beside themselves However The club needs A sense of direction That is undeniable And who is going to direct the club Is not yet known And to say it is no concern of mine What happens at the club Nonsense Because if you are the the support base The customer base
1: you're paying for what happens, so you're entitled to ask the question, surely. Go on, Mister Tate. I'll give you the final say on all of this.
8: Well, well, I just say to myself, this show has took a massive twist from all the years ago, hmm. and I'll tell you something else. It's about time your show put an even Stevens with different Celtic players, ex Celtic players, ex Rangers players on your show. And not
1: to be so biased. If that is your main concern tonight, I, th- I think you might have your priorities in the wrong order. But, you know what, each to their own. Thanks for taking the time to call in. Nevertheless, it's good to know that you listened and called. So we do appreciate it, 14 1951 1025. Um, Let's bring in Robert, who is a Celtic fan from Paisley. How are you going tonight, Robert? Not too bad, thanks.
9: Thanks for taking the call. No problem. Uh, first of all, I think Rangers thoroughly deserve... The league this season, I don't think they've been as good as Celtic have played the last few years. But my main point today is, looking back at today's game, mm-hmm. the referee made a massive blunder, which nobody seems to be picking up on. Callum McGregor's second yellow, yep. if the play had been stopped, yep. then yes, he should have been red-carded with the second yellow given. Mm-hmm. However, at the start of this season, the rules were changed. And if the referee applies the advantage in that type of situation, he can't go back and then give a yellow card. So therefore, McGregor should have been on the park, and that's my point. Mm.
1: No, uh, you you can't actually go back and still give the second yellow, Robert. No, you
9: can't. Oh. There was a rule change at the start of this season. Yeah, nobody but, seems to be aware of.
1: Well, I, I am fully aware of it, but you, you've been a little bit selective. So you're right. You are right. To be fair, to point out. But what you've got to bear in mind is what the actual offence is. Now, you're right. Had the booking or any booking be for what they call stopping a promising attack and then the goal goes in. right? I'm trying to explain. Then you would bring it. You're right. The red card wouldn't be shown. See Stephen Welsh. That's a prime example of it in the last game. Stephen Welsh took out and I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Ryan Kent actually in the build up to, uh, to Rangers goal. Um, But Rangers went and scored And therefore you're not stopping a promising attack Because Rangers went and scored However, if the initial tackle is deemed to be reckless Then you can still go back and give the booking And that's what Nick Walsh has done today He did not intend to book Callum McGregor For stopping a promising attack He clearly intended to book him for the recklessness The severity of the tackle And in that case he's well within his rights To go back and book Callum McGregor Regardless of whether the ball goes in or not
9: well, that is not what is stated in the rule book, so I don't
1: know where you're getting that information from. <sighs> I, 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 I tried. To, I don't really know what else see, to say. See, to the surprising
4: thing it, of this: do you not think the referee actually knows the rules? <laughs> you know, what I mean, as much as Robert is reading out rules here, and you've tried to explain it the best you possibly can. You've got a top-class official there oh, to between knows I mean, the rules. Re,
1: re, refs do make mistakes.
4: Yeah, but he knows the rules in that situation, mm. Gordon, because he clearly sees it. He has time. It's not a rash yellow card. He has time. He knows what he's doing. Look, I,
1: I... I don't... I must admit, I don't I don't enjoy being in this position because it's almost like this is me saying, well done, I think it was a red card, and then I'm then sort of arguing the point. It's far from that. I'm just trying to explain that the rules as I understand them and to be fair to Robert he's done a bit of research and, and he's almost right that there was a rule change and he's right and if the caution is for stopping a promising attack then you would not go, book him, go back and book Callum McGregor because he didn't stop a promising attack because Rangers scored but if the offence is for a reckless challenge which it still was regardless of whether the ball goes into the back of the net or not that's where the red card comes from I don't even have any real interest in whether it was the right decision or not I'm just trying to Explain the rules, but
2: well, with three uh, Celtic fans on so far, none of them willing to address where all of this leaves Celtic. Uh, I, I told you while the game was going on that somebody would come on and blame it all on Nick Walsh. However, you've explained your case well.
1: well that's the thing, not my case. I, I don't want well, this they, being they, confused they, by the, it, the, the it rule means books, very little
2: difference to me. The rule book case well. But the Celtic fans on so far, no one is addressing where this leaves Celtic. 23 points behind Rangers, no manager, no sign of a manager, 10 week break since uh, Neil Lennon left the club. Um, No one is willing to talk about where the Celtic go from here and what they want to see happen. What we've got so far is defiance
1: and delusion. What about the bigger picture, Robert?
9: I stated at the start, well done to Rangers and winning the league. They've been the best team this season. Uh, unbeaten in the league says it all. But for to answer Hughes' point, I never came on to make that point. And my point wasn't to blame the referee. I was making one point, which was, I believe, that the referee shouldn't have red carded them.
1: That sounds a little bit like blaming the referee, though, does it not? No, I'm, I'm talking about one instance. Hmm. I'm not talking about the whole game. OK, fair Celtic players should have put the
9: ball in the back of the net. That might have helped.
1: Yeah, you yeah, right, there were obviously chances in there Thank you to Robert and Paisley 01419511025 More of your calls next After
0: they play, you have your say 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Open Line
1: Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's been a lively start to the Open Line After the game at Ibrox today It finished Rangers 4, Celtic 1 We're here until 4 o'clock So there's still plenty of time to get your calls in Let's bring in Chris Who's a Rangers fan From dumbarton Sum it up for us today Chris
10: Hi how are you doing guys um, First of all I'll, I'll jump to the defence Of your sure, show Because I think that Some of the criticism Has been a bit Unfair um, I've, I've been a fairly Regular caller Over the last kind of, Three years or so And oh, I think When, when uh, Rangers Have been down in
1: Sorry. No, honestly, I was going to say, I I really do appreciate it. I I genuinely don't think it's necessary. So I I really appreciate you taking the time and it's very kind of you. um, But we won't lose any sleep over it. So again, I appreciate you taking the time, but you're more than welcome to crack on and enjoy your, your team's performance today.
10: No, no that, that that's fine, I was just going to say, I, I think it's unfair, um, I think he's uh, down the middle, even Mark Wilson, apart from his um, advertising career aside, well, uh, <laughs> I think he's been down the middle <laughs> Celtics <laughs> Mark Wilson, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. Forgets, yeah. Celtics Mark don't Wilson,
1: Chris,
10: yeah <laughs> um, But my, my point today is more about uh, Jermaine Defoe, um, I think it was great to see him get a goal today, um, uh, it looks like it might be swan song for Rangers But I think it's one of these things, that you're going to be sad to see him go. He's not played a massive amount against the Rangers, but you look at his stats, they're almost incredible. And I think he's the kind of guy that we'd love to have about the dressing room going forward, if it's a coaching role or, you know, anything like that. Um, You know, last weekend we had the penalty shootout and, you know, we we, we didn't kind of come out the the right end of it. But he's the only guy when he stepped up to, to a penalty, he thought he's going to stick it away. He's the ultimate professional. He's probably the best striker of the ball we've got in Scotland. And I think for for me, um, Jermaine Defoe today, that, that was the highlight of it, um, was that he got his goal. You can see how much it meant to him when he scored it. And I think he's going to be a sad loss to, to us in and, uh, and Scottish football in general when when he does retire. He's an utter gentleman and the, the consummate professional. So just wanted to see what your, your thoughts were on that panel.
1: Yeah been interested interesting Hugh He may well be one that In, in the summer I think we asked Can Andy Halde's insight He always stuck with me Saying that even even if he does stay He thinks it would probably need to be On sort of reduced terms Given yeah. the reduced role that, that he would play going forward We saw this season He wasn't included in the Europa League squad might that, might that be Jermaine Defoe Going out on a high There was an
2: extra dimension To his celebration When he scored the goal And the way that James Tavernier And uh, Jermaine Defoe come off the park together um, there, there did seem to be that farewell element to it I think he would be used only sparingly If he stayed at the club I'm not sure you can accommodate everyone On the coaching staff Who comes to the end of their playing career He may also want to get back to England Where his family will be um, So it might suit all parties concerned And he has gone out on For a Rangers player The ultimate high Scoring against Celtic And on the 15th of May He'll collect his uh, Championship winner's medal And it's probably The right time For the parting of the ways
4: Hugh I know what you're saying there That there's not room for everyone But I think that you'll, You've you got to keep as many good, good people round about you Defoe comes into that category Look oh. at the career Now I wouldn't say he's the best striker uh, In Scotland But what I would say is If I had my last two pens to put on somebody finishing, I'd put on Defoe. I think he's the best finisher. Just a natural guy. He's shown that over his career. Now, surely, if Defoe, and you might be right, you make a great point there, the lad may want back down south and might have family and everything down there he, he wants to be involved in. But if he's going to get into the coaching side of this game, then he's got so much to offer with the experience. And the professionalism that he's shown since company rangers especially going into maybe even something lower down, where he can pass all that experience on uh-huh. to young players coming through Ibrox. I think that would be a terrific bit of business for him.
5: I think he's done a great job. If you look at his time over Rangers, the goals he's scored, and particularly in that role, you know, more or less setting fiddle to Morelos, which is never easy for a striker, especially when his experiences him, but when he's been given that jersey to start, he's quite often... Repaid Steven Gerrard with goals And that's what he was brought to Scotland and Rangers for To score goals for Steven Gerrard And I just wonder if his connection with Gerrard Through the years, through England Might entice him to take a, a reduced role And stay for another year or so
1: behind the scenes um, Just quickly, a name for man of the match today Remind me uh, Well for me it was Brian Kent okay. Kent for me It's uh,
4: your full house right.
1: Okay, a clean sweep Chris, would you have any Alternative thoughts Or would you go along with that I
10: think uh, I think uh, uh, Kent absolutely deserves it today. He embarrassed a few players At uh, you know different times of the game So I, I, I think absolutely And uh, had Nick um, not taken the ball off Him earlier on In the game He could have another one Stuck at the net So I, I would absolutely agree with
1: that That type of performance And because of the fixture And it being on TV And let's, let's be honest There's a lot to like About our game But it is the one that is the one fixture That people from out with Maybe pay A bit more attention to that, this, there's a compliment in here I don't think I'm trying to sell off Rangers players But Might it be the type of summer Where Rangers have to Deal with a bit of interest in him?
10: I think it's absolutely The the type of summer that Rangers need to look at in general I think it's not just Kent I think we've got half a dozen players in there That we're going to need to make a decision On whether Are we confident we're going to make the Champions League And that we're going to have enough money And you know the The, the kind of drive to keep some of these guys Or they need to say, right, well, the offer's too good? It's going to be a difficult summer for us. Ideally, you want to keep this Rangers team together. It's the, the strongest Rangers team that you'll have seen in, you know, clearly over a decade. Uh, it's a team that could go on with a couple of enhancements that, you know, could do something in Europe in the Champions League should we get there. But it's it's probably one for the board. And I'm sure the managers has his opinion. Stephen Gerrard's got his opinions if what he wants. But the board's probably got, you know, their... Longer term financial objectives as well So it's going to be a tough summer for us But I'd like to see us add into what we've got Rather than having to sell Still, off anything.
1: Of Chris says you know tough summer You can spin that another way Because people like Ryan Kent Either stay and help you Push towards Champions yeah. League Or you get decent money from them you know?
2: Scotland's manager Steve Clark Was at the game today Have you ever Seen England's manager At a Rangers game? No Uh, and we know Leeds United for example are one of the clubs who are particularly interested in Ryan Kent if Ryan Kent wants to have a chance of an England career I think he'll have to play in England you don't get Gareth Southgate up here at all
1: well it depends what the driver is Mark Wilson because he's got a much better chance he would imagine of playing Champions League if if he stays in our our league so
5: yeah uh, and I think you get certain could also be playing Champions League but I do agree with Hugh I think if he's going to play for England then he would he would have to play in the top league in England and I only say that because well you go back years and years to the amount of successful English Mm. players we've had in this country going back to you know Chris Sutton Alan Thompson were playing UEFA Cup Finals didn't get a look in then and I think Kent does have the attributes But I think he would have to apply his trade There to be taken seriously Unfortunately And it's it's just a You know a downside to our game up here That we don't like We think we can compete down there But there's still the snobbery From the English side of the game That they need to play down
1: there I think That aside Gordon Maybe we are getting ahead of ourselves now On, on days like today How difficult is he to stop?
4: Uh, very That's why I think this, uh, We all gave him money match We all agree in that other people the stadium uh, gave it to Davis, and there's an argument there as well. But he's one of these guys, Gordon, on his game, he's a real crowd player. He's just got everything in his locker. Um, my only criticism was probably about a year or so ago when I said he was playing, instead of a £7 million player, a £7 player. So Mr Tate can take that bias, And I come in for a lot of criticism. But... He's up to his game now. He just looks like a player that's playing with so much confidence. He's settled into the team. Uh, he's some of some of the stuff he does is incredible. I say to you, don't get me wrong. I'm not comparing them, but you know, I was very fortunate to play with one of the best sort of a players like that flair player and Davy Cooper. That was an absolute treat to watch. Kent's in that sort of a mold, grown into mm. that. He's got everything
1: full nightmare, Mark
5: Wilson Oh, he certainly is I mean, especially You mentioned it in, in the game, Gordon Where the positions he's choosing to play now You know, when he first came to, to this country He was an out-and-out winger Who would hug the touchline And he was pretty decent at that as well But now he's picking up these positions Inside left, inside right More central positions And that's just a nightmare If you're a full-back But even a centre midfielder You've seen Scott Brown Have a tough time Trying to manage him in recent games. Uh, that is a modern winger. They don't just hug the touchline these days. They come into areas that is difficult for people to pick up. And his return's been much better in terms of goals and assists. He's at the, the cutting edge of everything good Rangers do. And if a bid comes in You would not be surprised But how much would it take To lure him away from Rangers It'll be an awful lot of
1: it Chris thank you very much Let's bring in Paul In Port Glasgow Paul's a Celtic fan How would you sum up Your thoughts This afternoon Paul
11: Hi Gordon Hi panel Um, First time caller Um, I'm phoning because I'm just kind of baffled By my fellow Celtic fans Um, Making up excuses for today I mean Rangers were by far The better team um, and hats off to them for winning the league. You know, the league table shows that. Um, the points tally Ali show that. They're still unbeaten in the league. So I don't understand all these excuses. Um, what I learned from today was that Carl McGregor is not a captain in my eyes at all. Uh, with Scott Brown leaving. Um, and John Kennedy uh, shouldn't be near the, the club either. Um, because he's not... And in his interim role He's not performed For us He's not made the right Correct decisions And um, Just kind of hoping That Eddie Howe will be in the door Maybe tomorrow mm. The way Celtic make announcements You know Two days before Brendan Rodgers Was announced Celtic said there was no clear cut Candidates And then two days later They announced Rodgers So
1: Just to hear the panel's thoughts on that Just wonder Just to elaborate Paul You say Callum McGregor Not a future Celtic captain Is that based just purely on that Sending off today?
11: Yeah, because it was a sending off. It was two yellow cards, um, and if you're a leader, you don't you don't you don't do that. Scott Brown has though in the past. He has in the past, but you know, today of all days, you know, his last chance to to uh, break uh, Rangers unbeaten, mm. and they didn't do that. And Callum McGregor just rush his blood to the head, and um, it's it's not good enough in my eyes. Is that fair,
1: Hugh, on Callum McGregor? Uh,
2: Callum McGregor is no Scott Brown in terms of leadership uh, a focal point for inspiration. I don't think he is a Scott Brown, but then who is? But I'm grateful to Paul for at least having moved us towards tomorrow, rather than the referee what's going on in the past Paul says he's hopeful that Eddie Howe will be coming in Well, someone should tell Paul where this whole matter stands Uh, and Get back to the point Focus on the point Not Mr. Tate's point Or Chris Before him The point is We know what's happened There's a 23 point gap The league's gone When When is this club Going to move forward And That is the only Issue here Nothing to do with Mm. Callum McGregor's Two yellow cards Tumbles sitter, All that Stuff Where does Celtic go From tomorrow morning
1: yeah, but I disagree with that. That they, those are valid discussion points. People can discuss oh, them if they want. Yeah, Mark, what what about Callum McGregor? Yeah,
5: listen. A, a couple of weeks ago, I went on record to, to say, I, look, I think Callum McGregor's a terrific player, um, and he may well still be at Celtic next year, but he may be the favourite just now because he's there to be captain. But I wouldn't be surprised if a new player incoming, brought in by the new manager uh, and the new staff. Would take the armband I really think that You know as good as he is And he is a leader in that dressing room And he's in his own mode
1: mm. He's not Scott Brown But if, he, if you speak to people who've played with him He's a lot more vocal apparently Than, than he looks from the outside yeah. Other people have him down as. Yeah.
5: I, I mean listen I was there at the club when he was a kid And he was a quiet kid And he's obviously grown into that um, role And he's captained the the national side I just don't Me personally I just don't see him Being out and out Leader That will wear the armband For years to come I think that Position and role Is up for grabs And I just feel A new manager Might have Different ideas about that
1: Mark Mayer May not be right Gordon Should that decision Be impacted upon By today's sending off Absolutely
5: no
4: chance No Uh, Callum McGregor Will feel really bad tonight Because he's let his teammates Down Gordon Nothing worse Uh, I only achieved it once In my life Getting sent off Mark will tell you Probably get sent off More than me But when you get in that dress Once as well once
1: Dundee Derby, though, so unforgivable,
4: not much of a fullback
1: disciplined,
4: yeah. But you're sitting in that dressing room and then you realize what's what's happened and you you feel down about it. No, I, I I don't know what like McGregor is inside the dressing room, I've never been in there, but he doesn't look to me like a player in the pitch that's going to inspire you. Great player, but that decision today, nothing to do with it.
1: Paul, it was nice to speak to you for the first time. We are running a bit late, so my apologies. Hopefully, we can do it again soon. If you want to hear from Stephen Gerrard and John Kennedy, I'll let you hear them next.
0: It's Clyde 1, Super Scoreboards, Open Line, 0141 951
1: 1025. An hour to go on the open line, so still plenty of time to have your say. 0141 951 1025, Hugh Kevin's We've got Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel, and we want to hear from you. Let's hear from the managers, though, just to see if you agree or disagree with their take on the game. Here's Stephen Gerrard.
12: I'm really pleased with the performance. Um, obviously, these derby games are about big moments, and um, you prepare for them, and you do whatever you can to make sure that the big moments go your way. And um, we, we started the game really well. You know, We picked a real aggressive and bold shape today, and we wanted to really go for Celtic's throat and we done that and took the lead unfortunately we were sloppy in terms of the equaliser Um, but then again it was on the front foot forcing the issue again and Alfredo scores a fantastic second and when that was happening there was obviously a big moment as well uh, in terms of uh, the red card but it it was the right call Um, so we've worked extremely hard for this victory uh, from start to finish and we certainly deserve the the three points which are important to us Look, this this club's about success and um, you know, seven days ago, sitting here really stung and hurt that we missed a big opportunity. Um, but in terms of the league, um, I can't ask the players for any more. The consistency level levels have been incredible. Uh, everyone's been all in and contributed um, in their own way, uh, some more than others, which is natural. Um, but it's been a collective effort. Um, the cr- recruitment was key last year for us to improve and get better. Um, and to, to to manoeuvre the journey in terms of the league through through a COVID has been a real good challenge but the players deserve all the credit they've had and all the credit they get moving forward because they're the ones that have gone out and produced the performances to get us to this point um, there's two challenges left and we want
13: to go and try and uh, finish as strong as we can
1: Let's hear John Kennedy's take on it then the the red card featuring in his post-match analysis as well
13: Disappointed with the result and uh, the outcome of the game Again, the red card's decisive moment in terms of Rangers scoring at the same time of has Callum been sent off, so also that swings the game in Rangers' favour um, and then we got ourselves back into it, and then again just in, in key moments defending our box, we weren't you know, strong enough, and then again when we did have our chances, which is always going to be hard to come by with 10 men we just couldn't get a ball in the net, so kind of a bit of what we've been, but again made it all the harder because of the referee's decision on the red card, I think it's a bad decision not the second one, the red card, because he's on a yellow and he makes a tackle on the ground, but Asked the referee for clarity at half time. Why did you book him in the first uh, and before that? Why did you give him a yellow card? And his words to me, exactly where it was a reckless challenge. It wasn't reckless, I've seen it. It wasn't reckless. He's never been went to ground. There was no malice, there was no intent in the tackle in terms of any sort of power behind it. Um so I think again, big game for a, a young official, you know, who doesn't have a lot of experience, um and he, and he makes a very harsh call which then costs us in the end. You know, he him, put himself in the in the firing line for so long, he's been a huge part of the club's success and he will be going forward. And he's the most disappointed man at I today. So, and again but I feel for him because I don't think he deserved it. You know, I don't think he deserved it. It's certainly okay he makes a decision for the to go to the ground, which uh, he'll learn from, but he shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. He shouldn't have had the yellow card. So anyway, that's by the by that's the uh, referees uh made that decision. We have to deal with it and pick ourselves up in the game. And again the boys showed character, They we had to be you know, brave second half to take the ball again it's easy to just kick the ball at the pitch and Rangers just keep coming after you but we had to try and at times when we had possession make them run about try and create and pull them open and then attack them with a wee bit more space and the numbers to go and attack the box which which we did um, but again just Rangers in those key moments when they had the chances they took
1: Interesting reaction from John Kennedy because unlike a couple of the callers he actually is not upset or angry with the, the second booking he understands the second booking It's the first one He doesn't think that Callum McGregor should have been put in that position
2: He's wrong Um, And he's wrong to draw attention to the fact That Nick Walsh is a young official Of course he has to learn And that he will have Other old firm games to come But you always have to have your first Um, Will they call him Debbie's first? Whoever Bobby Madden There has to be your first one So That lack of experience is neither here nor there When John Kennedy was a very young player Celtic put him in the first team Because he had the potential to be an outstanding player So no one said at the time Oh no, he's too young to play The young play because you think they're good enough Nick Walsh refereed the game because his employers think he was good enough And I think John, of course, is entitled to bring up his personal belief but my personal belief Is that both yellow cards Were justified And it's wrong To draw attention Nick Walsh the only thing, On age
4: The only thing Hugh Whether you Right We all agree the second one Definitely There'll be people out there Like John Kennedy That looks at the first one
1: And are you one of them Was the first no, was the first one A reckless tackle
4: Um, I wouldn't say It was a what, reckless tackle That's what Nick tackle. Walsh told John Kennedy yeah, was Yeah well I'm, I, I, I don't think it was A reckless tackle But I can understand The yellow card But the thing I'm going to say Gordon is Even though We agree Disagree Was it The first one A yellow card Cal McGregor's an experienced player Why go to ground for the second one And put yourself into that position When you know that you're on a yellow card Now I looked at the boy Jack Simpson today Centre back up against Edward It was going to be a difficult He gets booked after 16-17 minutes This is his first old firm game And he is able to stay in the pitch So I think Cal McGregor As much as you can say People go, hard done to maybe, question mark, it's all about opinions. He's got to realise, I'm now walking a tightrope here, I need to watch what I'm doing.
5: Yeah, listen, I don't think it's a, a reckless tackle at all. And if Nick, uh, Yeah, if Nick Walsh has, has told John Kennedy that, then I think he's, he's wrong in that respect. But I, I still think it's a booting. I think if Ryan Kent gets in the end of the, the ball, he's poked to Callum McGregor's legs, the play's on what mm. from, it's a promising attack. So, I, I do think it's a booting. Um you know, John highlighting that probably more than Callum McGregor like Daz has highlighted a, a hugely experienced player diving into that tackle I think his frustration should be more aimed at him I get that he's trying to back his player but let's be honest it's a red card I think we'll find it a hard push to find anybody or, or a lot of people who would who would argue against that I think Nick mm, Walsh got sure. it right
1: This is Glasgow Where have you been yeah. for the last hour and 10 oh, minutes well, right. <laughs> Let's bring in Thomas and chapel We've got Ryan on the line as well Thomas is first up Thomas, take it away
14: How you doing mate? No, it's about the, the red card uh, I don't think it was a yellow card for the first tackle But you made a referee decision to make The refs made that call But booked um, Why are you diving in? The second one You don't need to dive in there there's, there's, there's no not there with anyone in mind He's in front of the back four The back four are still there But yet he's diving in And lunging in Absolute reckless tackle to give away and to, to the market off They go and score But for John Kennedy to come out and say Basically the red card's the reason why we get beat That's absolute nonsense We were pathetic today from all over Now we go 1-0 down 2-10 do men We're back in at one each Why at that point You know sitting in Half time trying to defend the right line Don't make any mistakes But our defending is absolutely shocking Honestly it's embarrassing and this Celtic team right now is the worst I've seen in a long, long, long time. And everyone says oh it's Covid because of this and because of that. Nothing to do with it. Absolute shocking. And for next season, I don't think it's going to be a turn up next season and win the league. We need about for me it'd be between eight to fourteen players brought in next season. We've not got an established right back at the club. John Joel Kenny, I'll drive him back down to Everton. He's horrendous. we'll get an established left back, Greg Taylor, he's decent, but for me, he's no Celtic standard. And you look at the back the back four as well, or two centre backs, Ayar and Wellster tied on the ball. Well does is the basics, but really, come on. You try to tell me they can they can hold out for a whole season myself being number one centre backs, no chance. Even even if set pieces the balls out of the box, or throw the balls out of the box to odds on Edward. The guy cannot attack the ball in there. You're relying on someone like Erin that to he get his head on the ball for a set piece, got no chance. It was embarrassing. See was the last five minutes of that game. I just wanted the whistle to go. It was the worst game I've seen in a long, long time And I'm absolutely raging with the players They know they need to stay put, they'll do 10 men. I bit my effort, a bit more intensity There's nothing at all for any one of them Just us standing about waiting for the game to end
5: It's absolutely embarrassing I don't think you're alone, Thomas, when you said that you at 20 minutes to go, you wanted that game to end I think some of the players would have wanted that game to end as well um, To address one of your first points You know, when Celtic get equaliser and you're saying Why don't they sit back and defend? I think you answered your own question When you ran through the back four Because Celtic can't afford to do that I think John Kennedy And even Neil Lennon towards the end of his tenure Looked at that back line And thought the best way to defend is attack Because they've not got the players To defend their 18-yard box And invite crosses in They don't have two dominant centre-halves Who can deal with cross after cross From Tavernier and Barisic They don't have two full-backs Who can say to Kent or Aribo Or whoever it is Go on in, take me on And Nine times out of ten, you won't beat me. They don't have that. And that's why maybe, I think. Even no though defending, but slow the game down. Take, take the pace
14: of the game, stick to take the yeah. test, ding anytime Kent got the ball, something's going to happen. Yeah.
5: Yeah. No, listen, I mean, I, I'm on I mean, your same I, I, side I, I, here, is he? Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, uh, and I would have liked to have seen Celtic grab the equaliser and be a wee bit more resolute, get in at half time and rethink the tactics. Hmm. But they're just so Mark,
4: fragile. I, I, weak at the back. I agree with you. I don't, and I understand what Thomas is saying. On paper, it sounds brilliant, but I totally agree. I don't think that back four and their goalkeeper would have been good enough, even sitting deep and sitting, you know, Trying to waste a bit of time. again get half time. I think still Rangers would have broken broken them down in the second half. Where it summed it up for me with Celtic today, and this is where I feel a little bit for John Kennedy because you get top class players. You look at. Ryan Christie come on the part And I highlighted it And his desire and effort to chase Kent Summed it up for me, Gordon It really did And I feel for a coach That's trying to do his mm. best there Yes, he's coming in for criticism That's part and parcel of the job We'll sign up for it But I think sometimes your players Have got to do a bit more
1: Just to be fair though On that Because Thomas hasn't mentioned some he, he kind of went through the back four he talked about John Joe Kenny There's not a great deal of options at centre-back at the moment You guys were very critical of Diego Laxalt in the last game Do they have top-class players there? You just said no. they've got top-class players
4: I, I think they've got middle players to front. Yeah, right. middle to front So is, there a, se- is there
1: a serious personnel issue? Of course there is Defensively I, 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 Yeah, absolutely Bain is
2: nowhere near a first-choice goalkeeper for a club of Celtic size Kenny will be back at Everton Laxalt, as you say, will be back in Italy uh, Ayer in all likelihood Will be at an English club next season uh, It's all part of
4: Welsh will not be your centre no, half here No, not He's a, chance. a young lad He's got a future there probably But he he'll
2: be a part player he, Yeah, mm-hmm. he wouldn't, he's got two old firm games under his belt He wouldn't have any under his belt Were mm-hmm. it not for the circumstances That Celtic find themselves Three in I think it is but, Three.
1: but again, he's probably nowhere near the, the biggest problem at Celtic at the moment So you should probably cut him a bit of slack on yeah. that he, You know Thomas mentioned John Joe Kenny Mark Who again had A a difficult afternoon I don't like to make it You know about One Person as such But the guy's played Over 30 times for Schalke He's played played in the Bundesliga He's got A fair number of Everton appearances You know spread out Across his time there And you, you make that Loan signing You get rid of Or you sell on Jeremy Frimpong You're kind of hoping that You're upgrading Or you're at least close Yeah It looks to be honest, he looks
5: shell-shocked by the, the full situation In particular, this fixture um, It just doesn't do anything for me um, In terms of defensive, uh, not good enough In terms of stopping people running at him In terms of stopping crosses, non-existent Just allows them to come in Which puts the the other members of the back Four under pressure He's used to the ball You know, very hesitant to go forward Always seems to turn back and put young Welsh uh, in trouble or, or shift the responsibility onto him and it was only when the game was gone we seen him um, at the other end of the field where he puts in you know a a couple of good crosses uh, I just don't think he's he's been a player that has lived up to the tag of an English Premier League right back and I get he's been a young a youngster mm-hmm. at Everton, but you read it he starts there he should have more than enough to come into this Celtic team and be an improvement of what um The Celtic but, fans have seen And he's been Miles away But I said to you During the game Mark If there was any inclination
2: To keep him at the club And to ask Everton How much they wanted for him That would be taken away By his performances Against Rangers Because if you can't Look a player In that game You're no use to but Celtic But what does
4: it say For the other right backs That are sitting In the Celtic Park Just now yeah. You must look at Your future being elsewhere Or a bit of Change of manager That something happens for you Young Ralston, for instance, right? I'm not saying he should be playing. I'm not saying that. But when you see the performances of John Joe Kenny and Mark's right, and and this fixture, he's been an absolute nightmare. Of
2: the team who started at Ibrooks today at 12 o'clock, Turnbull will be in the side next season. Forrest will be in the side next season. McGregor will be in the side next season. And the the rest won't.
1: Uh, thank you very much to Thomas Syndrome Chapel, not too far away. Keeping it local, let's bring in Ryan and Clyde Bank. What's your point tonight, Ryan?
15: Good doing panel. Hi. Um just basically, um, before I start, I would just like to say um congratulations to the Rangers, well deserved it this season. They've been a better team throughout the whole campaign. Um I just wanted to say to Hugh as well. Um few about three, four years ago, my wee girl was going in for an operation. Um and you reached out to me on Twitter that day, the day before shooting in yesterday, and I just want to thank you for that because on that day you took a lot of um, things up my mind that were going to be going on, do you know what I mean? So I just want to thank you personally for that because it meant a lot at the time.
2: My pleasure.
15: Um, no worries. Um, but my main point is, is I feel like the Celtic board um, have been sleeping at the wheel here. When I look at the When I look at it before Gerard got appointed as Rangers manager I'm sure it was the old firm game where Celtic won 5-0 at Parkhead and basically that day I was looking around Parkhead and I was at the game and everybody was singing Andy Halladay's name and all that and the Rangers fans must have left ejected you know but I don't think they did I think they left that day we hope for the future because they knew They had something to build on They knew they had a new manager coming in They knew they had a new What's the word I'm looking for? They had a new They had a Bit of belief and confidence that things for the future were going to get better I think Celtic was fled to the world here Like in announcing a manager If, If Eddie Howe It took 10 weeks to get Eddie Howe into Celtic Park then I would just look elsewhere Because the Celtic fans For me especially today for one at Ibrox, it's uh, icing on the cake, and it just left me with where do we go from here? Well, you, Wh- you... Who is coming in? Who, who What is the future for Celtic could, with the decisions that the, the board no making? Decisions causing friction between the fans and the board.
2: You've accurately pinpointed the day when seven in a row was won at Celtic Park. Thereafter, to my way of thinking, in the following season the relationship between Brendan Rodgers and Peter Lawwell started to deteriorate. Players were brought in and there's the infamous quote when Marion Schved was signed and Brendan Rodgers said, another winner, we've got millions of them. That started the deterioration in the relationship and halfway through that season he was off to Leicester City. Then Peter Lawwell was criticised for the appointment of Neil Lennon as manager and Players have come and gone since then to show that recruitment has not been up to the proper standard. You heard that Stephen Gerrard there say uh, that recruitment was key. That was the expression he used about his club. Recruitment was key. Over the last three years, Celtic's recruitment policy has gone, to my way of thinking, haywire, and. You are quite right, uh, Ryan To ask that question tonight Because it's the only question What is happening? Because many, I've said to you Only three players who started today I think will be in the first team next season Who's coming in? Who's getting bought? Who's being sold? Anyone? Any
1: ideas? Anyone? I get the uncertainty I think it, it should be said Eddie Howe is still the favourite To become the Celtic manager that's not me saying it's a definite stick on, far from it. But he's clearly still the favourite. Celtic are still hoping he's going to be the man. don't think, other than that gap, which has got people worrying, I don't think there's anything necessarily to suggest that, that it's secretly off. However, you just, every, it's almost like every Monday, Mark. You just want, is, is this the week? Yeah. Is this the week we'll hear something? Mm-hmm. Uh, On the other hand There's now only What two weeks left Of the season Does it matter Does it need to be this week You've you've spun it out this long Does two more weeks Make any difference
5: Uh, Probably not Gordon you're right Um, And I think every Celtic fan uh, Is thinking along those lines When is it going to be You know and, And what are they waiting for Two more weeks to go I would still like to See some sort of Announcement Um and some sort of clarity, you know. It's, it's been an agonising. Is it ten weeks? We're into now. Yeah, I, ten I, weeks. I think it's been an agonising ten weeks for the Celtic fans to wait uh, a long way. You know, some of these defeats against Rangers that they're just grasping for any sign of hope, and it's not been given to them. And you think someone on the Celtic board would put the fans at their misery, but uh, they seem to be prolonging it for some reason unknown to us. The silence that's went round Eddie Howe. I mean I've read Newspaper pieces And people saying That would suggest That the job is done Behind the scenes But then why not You know Why not tell people mm. That why, why keep it going It's baffling to me
1: Right we'll have to leave it there Ryan that was good to speak to you 01419511025 More calls next After
0: the action It's your reaction
1: 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale were just telling me during the break how desperate they are to hear from more of you on the phone between now and 4 o'clock so don't let them down 01419511025 just in case you are in any doubt we are still taking part in our social media blackout this weekend to try and uh, make at least a, a small, hopefully important statement about the impact of online abuse of all forms so no social media for us until about midnight tomorrow night at Clyde SSB, so old school on the phones. I'm afraid. Let's go to Greg, who's calling us in for I think the first time today. Hi, Greg.
16: Hello, Gordon. How are you? How's the panel doing?
1: Oh, good, thank you. Are you well?
16: I'm doing fine. Yes, I'm very happy with the result mm-hmm. um, from today. Um, yeah, just just for noting today, a couple of points with regards to. First of all, they gave tonight, mm-hmm. or this afternoon. Yep. Um, I thought Rangers played well. Um, I thought they edged it in the end. Um, but I thought McGregor's first year well, in my opinion, I think it was very soft. I thought Simpsons' one was also um, very soft as well. Um, but I don't think they could have arguments with regards to the second yell. I think that's an absolute... Given that's a red card after that And um, You can't dive in like
1: that Yeah I think, um, the, I think just, the guys sort. Of, I think the guys kind of agree with you Greg actually at The time Jack Simpson's booking You're yeah. kind of looking at that And, and that does lead to, to the question Some people have been asking d- Does that set the tone then Does that does that mean that Callum McGregor Almost has to get booked for his first challenge Because you've booked Jack Simpson
5: I think Nick Walsh can only answer that I, I still think it, You know McGregor's merited A booting I I still think Regardless of Simpsons uh, And I know people Celtic fans Will be shouting at the radio Nonsense But I think when Kent nicks it through his legs It's a promising attack Whether
4: whether it sets the tone Or not Mark You can't You can't Mm. put yourself Jack Simpson Right We all agree I don't think was a booking. But Jack Simpson Played the full game You know He didn't put himself In a position Where he could get The next yellow Where McGregor did so I don't think you can look at the referee. I think you've got to blame McGregor for putting Shell in that
1: position. How do you think Jack Simpson did, Greg? Because it was obviously one of the f- you know the first. I think it was his second start, and a lot of scrutiny on this fixture. How did he do?
16: Um, I thought he was mixed, Gordon. If I'm being honest, um, I thought at times he looked comfortable, but also at times I think he's at partial fault for the first uh, Celtic goal. Um, I think Ayers. I think it's just too easy for Ayer um, and he gets caught a bit with the ball a couple of times but apart from that I thought he'd done okay um, personally I think he's won for the future I think Hollander and Balogun once they fit they'll come back into the centre back fold with Gordon. that's my opinion
4: um, I sort of uh, agree and disagree I thought he was probably if I was given marks out in the paper he'd be my lowest mark for Rangers but I'm going to excuse him Gordon because whether a crowd there or not, it's still a massive game for him. And you know you're getting judged and scrutinised in everything you do. Uh, I don't know whether book can put him off a little bit, but he seemed to get caught a few times for me. But he'll only get better, and he is one for the future. Um, right now, I don't think he's one that's got to be pushing. Hollander and Golson's the steady one that's always playing. You've got Balligan that can come in there, but we'll wait and see next season's really his season to boss yeah,
1: I think we should start by saying Mark it would be unfair to make a snap judgment This is his mm-hmm. second start Yeah. Um, but overall how, how did you see it?
5: Pretty much like Daz I thought look if you just went into that game none on anything I, I think at the back five including McGregor you could see the one that He's the one that's just come into it You know It doesn't look as uh, Solid as when Hollander or Balogun was in there But look he, He's a young lad He's getting to know the game up here He's setting start I think he's one for the future And I think Rangers have done the right thing By playing him today I know they didn't have much choice But uh, it'll work out it well In the future for him I think
1: and What else is on your mind today Greg? Um, I was just, just Talking
5: to your producer
16: Calm with regards to Maybe a couple of signs that as far as we should maybe look at for the next season just to strengthen the squad further um, the two I had in mind was Josh Doyle from Hibbs and Lewis Ferguson from Aberdeen who got the panel's thoughts and that. I think they both could add um, first of all backup for Barcais who's also been uh, injured today hopefully it's not too serious and then I think Ferguson can also offer some backup to for the likes of Ryan Jack and, mm-hmm. and Kamara Davis because that and I've been getting Quite a few injuries recently So I think just uh, Another option there Wouldn't be
2: A miss in my opinion as well Obviously there's been interest in Josh Stoig From clubs down south
1: He's had some season hasn't he Yeah uh,
2: And Hims have to Bear two things in mind They want to get top dollar For him And uh, They're more likely to get that From an English club Than Rangers And uh, Secondly If you can avoid it You'd rather Not sell to A rival And you'd rather He went to England Um, With regard to Lewis Ferguson I'm quite sure That uh, Derek's boy Would uh, love To go to Rangers At one point in his career But Stephen Glass Is trying to build something At Pataudry And build it around Players like Lewis Ferguson So again um, I I don't think That they would be Inclined To sell him And certainly not to Rangers
1: Players got the price though Don't Mm -hmm.
2: they I think if the money was right And with the family background
4: I'm sure I know it's Lewis's career I'm sure Derek would love nothing better for him to fall in his footsteps I think the boy Doig uh, Doig sorry I think he's a terrific prospect I really do go on. I remember watching him at the beginning of the season he played a sort of pre-season closed door game obviously with no fans against Celtic Celtic Park and the boy stood out and I thought this boy's got a future he's broken into the first team he's been great he really has But Hugh's right There'll be a lot of big clubs In England Mm. Keeping an eye on him
1: This time last year If we had this discussion About promising young Scottish players Who might go and make an impact At the big two Lewis Ferguson's name Would have been mentioned Perhaps Maybe a bit because of The season that's been at Aberdeen I'm not sure he's had His his best season that, That we've seen we wouldn't have mentioned Josh Doig back then He's been a revelation This campaign Yeah
5: well Josh Doig uh, A couple of seasons ago Was at Queen's Park Wasn't he on loan uh, And then he came back To Hibs He got his chance And he's took it I do think it's a position That Rangers will look at uh, In the summer Not that You know Barrett it's doing bad But he needs backup, And he, he Picks up the occasional injury I, I think Bassi who's Came in Still question marks Over him so I don't think that would be A bad option But Hugh rightly says, I think Hibbs will be looking for a good bit of cash for him and will Rangers be prepared to pay that? I'm not so sure.
1: Some interesting suggestions, Greg. It was nice to speak to you. Hopefully you will do it again sometime. Let's move swiftly on to Paul who's also a Rangers fan and see what he's got. Hi, Paul.
17: Hi there. Thanks for taking my call today. Pleasure. Um, Just a couple of weeks, well, just before I make two points, I just want to give you a bit of backup for your your station. Um, Listen, I've suffered for 10 years like many other Rangers fans have over the years and I've never once came across any unbalanced views in your, in your station. I just think it's my point of view on it is there's a generation of fans out there who have been spoiled over the last 10 years. Like probably I was as a younger Rangers fan going through the 9 in a row era. And I think they're just a lot of them, to be honest. Whether they like it or not, it's our grapes, to be honest, at the end of the day. And I think Rangers have been the better team, no doubt, throughout the years, regardless of the whole COVID situation and everything else. We've been absolutely outstanding. Um, and I just say, you no. Know, um, we just have to realise that we're the best in, in, the, in the country this year by a country mile um, just a bit of points um, I just wanted to say about Ryan Kent uh, the guy was outstanding again this, 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 this today um, I mean the dynamism in midfield uh, the wee passing moves I love seeing up there just driving forward it was, it was brilliant, I just watched to turn on um, he's going to be I can't wait to see him in the Champions League if, if we qualify, which I've are, which are, hope we do um, and just as well what the panel's thoughts about this is um, it, there's been a big debate about who's, who's outstanding Rangers player for this year uh, no question for me it's been Alan McGregor the guy saved us about I think 15-20 points um, we went to a period we were running games 1-0 um, and he's just typified it today with the one-handed uh, save on the crossbar I think just typifies the, the season this guy's had um, my worry is um, as, as well as that Steve Davis um, We have to start Planning ahead for these guys Because they're the, Near the end of the careers And everything like that So They're going to be Two difficult players I think in my view To replace to But I think I just wanted to do A big shout out for the two Because Again Just an outstanding way To finish finish uh, a, a, a hard game off t- Today um, And I just wanted to see What the panel's thoughts Of that were
1: How important have they been Well,
2: with Rangers and the question of player of the season or player of the year, it's getting like the Grand National runners and riders. You need to close your eyes and stick a pin in and see who it is because McGregor's been outstanding, Davis has been outstanding, uh, Goldson, Tavernier, so whoever gets it will have deserved it. How you replace McGregor? I said at the very start of the programme that Celtic have the biggest replacement headache on their hands uh, for the last 17 years since Henrik Larsson left the club in terms of how they replace Scott Brown how do you find a goalkeeper mm. as good as McGregor do you not uh, think
4: they've got uh, not as good but do you not think they've got one sitting there now in, who's shown already that he can come in
2: in, in, in McLaughlin yeah. yeah but it's like
1: he's not long going to be long term replacement though is he
2: No, I think McGregor is a Phenomenal goalkeeper I think McLaughlin's A very very good goalkeeper McLaughlin's 33 But I think McGregor is a Phenomenal goalkeeper
4: I still I don't don't know why We're having this discussion Because I do I know what you're saying Well it may be in two seasons I still think There's a lot of life left In McGregor As he's shown Uh, He now knows How to look after himself And the fact that You know He's retired from The international scene Which is a pity for Scotland Because you want every th- every top player there as possible, but I just think McGregor's still got a lot of mileage left. Him.
1: Yeah, I, d- I don't think anyone's suggesting otherwise. But mm-hmm. you, t- time is, you know, it only go- it only goes one way, and that there will be a day, whether he's when yeah. he's fifty or not. You know, there, there will be a day, Mark Wilson. Um Maybe the other one is is Stephen Davis. I wonder if though Rangers are now. Structurally, actually, quite settled, right? Ross Wilson's been there for a while. They all seem to enjoy that working relationship with him and, and Stephen Gerrard and the board. I would imagine. I've got no idea to, to no no reason to believe this is not the case. Ross Wilson will be succession planning for Stephen Davis, oh, right of now. Of course. I mean, when he's thirty six, just now, um,
5: and although he's played, I mean. but I, is it over 40 games? Yeah, it would have been well over 40 I games over, I think it's over 60 I think yeah. for, for and club still playing international yeah, football and, 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 Although he's played that amount of games this year Those are those numbers will go down So listen, if you're sensible about your job Which Rangers have got a sound backroom team They will be planning for the future But I think Stephen Davis has certainly got a lot of football and um, uh, As well as Alan McGregor But the the one thing you've got to say It's always a danger Bringing players back to a club I think if you look at the overall history uh, Any club bringing a favourite back They very rarely succeed But those two have not only succeeded They've went to the top of the pile In a a team full of high performers this season So the Rangers fans will be desperate for them to stay How long can they keep them for? I mean they can't keep them forever But I still reckon there's a good season left in them next yeah, year. Yeah,
1: 57 appearances for club and country yeah, this season. Unreal. Stephen Davis, Paul, you mentioned the impact they've had. Take us back to when they re-signed As Mark says, did you have reservations? Have they surpassed what you thought was possible from bringing them back to the club?
17: I no thanks for bringing. Let me come back in. Um, I do have to say I'm outside, there i stand of standing a queue waiting to enter certain electronic shops so over here. Any background noise? That's what I'm at. Um, I think the. the, the I think they bring the experience and I think that's what we've been lacking over a number of years um, is the experience into um, coming back into clubbing club the younger players and just look at, like, say Jermaine Defoe uh, the coaching ability he's probably added to these so um, I was a bit doubtful obviously it's taken a wee bit of time to get to the pace to, read, to work it but I think um, overall absolutely delighted um, with the progress and everything they've made um, and yeah, it's just a happy year for me um, and to, to be honest I was a wee bit gutted about the cup exits yeah, definitely but Probably in the manner we went out, but you know what? We won the, the most important one this year, and we, we uh, forget about the ten. It was a fifty-five for me. So um, at the end of the day, it's, it's delighted, delighted.
1: Are you getting any funny looks in the queue for the electronics store? Do people just think you're being really passionate and clear on a football point to one of your mates on the phone?
17: i have get myself composed here <laughs> So, no, I've not had anyone turn around and look at me yet uh, The other half sitting in the car So I have to do the hard work and stand in the big long queue What, um, you then I get near the top.
1: what are you buying? That's what the, the country needs to know
17: Oh, if you don't want to hear this one I blew up my microwave last week <laughs> um, So um, <laughs> Something like got a new microwave
1: I've held off you, you, you put a foil container in the microwave, didn't you?
17: No, I think, it, listen, I think I won't give away the brandy But we had it, for, we had it as a wedding gift That lasted 13 years So
1: uh... <laughs> I, can, I can give you a
2: few of them If you want uh-huh.
1: Thank you very much Paul Enjoy your new microwave That was Paul Outside an electronics store somewhere Trying to replace his microwave
2: I, I am only allowed to use the microwave When the food's been prepared And, the, and I have to press start <laughs> And I'm always told Don't touch
1: any other button <laughs> Just press start that sounds like wise instructions from Mrs. Keevens, having seen how you deal with, with technology. I mean, don't get me wrong, microwaves aren't exactly at the cutting edge of modern technology, but you're limited. Thank you again to Paul. We're gonna to speak to Steve. Stevie, um, who's in Queensland, Australia? It's 20 to 1 in the morning, and I'm gonna about, I'm about to keep him waiting for a couple of minutes, <laughs> oh, but we'll speak no. to him soon.
0: After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard's open line
1: We're into the final parts of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard I'm not going to keep this guy waiting any longer It's now quarter to one in the morning in Queensland, Australia And Stevie has taken the time to call You must have something on your mind if you're up at this hour calling us, Stevie
18: oh, It's easy peasy Thanks for taking my call, guys uh, Hello, Farrell hello. I've been on before hello, How are you going? No, just, uh, just watching that game tonight And probably all of this season I just thought Celtic lacked, um, even with Scott Brown on the pitch today, talked a bit of leadership. Um, and when Scott Brown went off, I thought they were pretty clueless. Um, I look back, you know, like two or three, four seasons ago, and OK, at the end of his career, Roy Keane came up to Celtic, a guy with uh, a lot of experience, OK? And then, I think it was around about the same time, or maybe a seen before that, Celtic were looking for a centre-half and there was uh, rumours of John Terry. I'm looking at guys with experience. Some guys of these ilk, you know, along with the young players at Celtic just now. Because I thought, like, guys like Stephen Welsh, I think they're all pretty young. And two or three old heads would do them no harm. That's my thoughts. What's your thought? uh,
5: Well, I do think anything needs... A mix of uh, youth and experience um, But when you look at the, that Celtic team Stevie With we, we Scott Brown on the pitch And Carl McGregor I mean they are two hugely experienced players I know Ayers Young James Forrest started the game James, He's not exactly inexperienced Yeah uh, so There is enough experience But the game I, I think I know your point The game has moved on Through the days Roy Keane was A leader But he was surrounded by another Six men And you had one or two young, Younger guys The game has a lot softer now in my opinion in terms of leaders um, But I think a new manager will come in And add one
1: or two bits of experience Into the side what, what next we, year the whole, They could do a whole show on this right But this concept mm. of leadership I, I wonder if we are a bit Caught up in, in the old fashioned Use of that word right Because you talk about Scott Brown and, and how can Celtic you know, replace him as, as, a, as a leader what, what does leadership look like? Because the, 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 the captain who's going to lift the trophy this season is James Tavernier uh-huh. I don't think he's a baller and shouter I don't think he's going to grab people By the scruff of the neck I don't think people are scared of him Right And if you talk about inexperience inex- uh, Fine Alan McGregor And Stephen Davis Again though Stephen Davis Pretty quiet I would imagine In fact I'm sure Andy Halliday said He was particularly quiet Compared to some of the big characters there Are, are we not Are we not fooled we A wee bit about what you, leadership Actually you know is know what Gordon if,
5: I think a good leader Sometimes In people's eyes Comes with the best team If your team's winning and the captain's wearing the armband But you don't see him say a word It's always been, He's a great leader Because he leads by example How he plays And he he's likeable in the dressing room Equally Scott Brown Who's a, a shouter on baller If his team's winning He's a great leader If they're not winning Oh he's, he's lost his leadership skills I, Look, I think it's An easy Accusation sometimes Paul To talk teams Paul Lambert was, a, was great for Celtic
2: But He wasn't A Roy Aitken Stevie mentioned Roy Aitken He wasn't a Roy Aitken He wasn't a Billy McNeil uh, Danny McGrain, but he got the job done. However, Celtic are now in the market for um, a good leader of men. Now I think, look at the, the the makeup of the side that will have to be brought together for the start of the season. They need a good goalkeeper. They don't have one. They need a good centre back. Don't have one. They need a replacement for Edward. Don't yet have one. Um, there are big key decisions to be mm. made. Uh, and the captain. I don't think that's. Whatever. I
4: don't think that's. They need good leaders. I think they need good players in positions. Like that's, that's,
1: that's what I was going to say. Are, are we? Are we? Do we just look too much into guys that are running about shouting uh, at people?
4: I think. I think you make a good point because Hugh mentioned some brilliant players there and great characters. The Akins of this world, Danny McGreens and all that. The game's moved on, Gordon. You make a point about James Tavernier. Doesn't strike me like. You know, he's in people's faces, he's, he's he's pulling people through a game. You know, so I think Celtic, rather than look at this, right, we need to replace Scott Brown. And Scott Brown's been magnificent for Celtic. They need good players in positions now. That's, That's why they goalkeeper, yeah. centre-back,
1: centre-forward. So Stevie, after watching that tonight as it is for you, how are you feeling about next season and about the big picture? Is it all doom and gloom or are you still optimistic?
18: There's a, a lot of potential there in my opinion uh, with like Turnbull etc James Ford but I just think they need two or three more mature players that have been there even at the top of the kind of, English Premier, Premiership who are even coming to the end of the year at 33, 34, whatever you know somebody that can mentor the younger players like Stephen Welsh etc cetera, etc you know just somebody that can uh, encourage them, and they've got the experience. Who've been there, seen it, done
1: it. That's
18: what I think Celtic are needing. Yeah, that's I mean,
1: my opinion. the the problem with that is Gordon maybe is this is what he said. What you know, be a be a player first, because maybe I guess Shane Duffy was brought. Well, in that's for a perfect like that.
4: example. You've you've. Uh, that's what I was he just was about He was the experienced
1: centre back. He's yeah. an international. He's played English Premier League. That's what he was brought for. But they found out that in this Celtic team. He's not, not particularly good So regardless of his experience or whatever
4: Yeah and you go back to the Rangers captain And he doesn't need to be that guy Because everybody in that pitch is taking responsibility In every position And it makes it easy for you to um, to manage a game I just think the Celtic need to get the priorities He's right about getting players Quality players into positions That can take responsibility And play that position
1: Stevie it was a pleasure Get yourself to bed And we'll speak to you soon Bravo. thanks a lot guys. Man. That was Stevie yeah. in Queensland, Australia I you, can't believe you you're lot putting
4: people to bed <laughs> On this show <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's usually <goodly> our job <laughs> Tam sleep. is going to round things off I think, I'm looking at the clock here Tam and Barhead, take it away Tam, you're the final caller How are you doing? Good thing. Um, I just want to kind of
19: say to you uh, If you agree on this or not Do you not think Celtic we need to help spend big um, Next season To compete with Rangers? maybe 30-40 million
2: pounds I don't think they'll yeah. spend that, that much money Tam, but they do need to spend it is glaringly obvious that Celtic need to spend and they need to get at least half a dozen players in and in the key positions of goalkeeper, centre-back and main striker yeti will never do it Griffiths doesn't even know if he's going to be there next season Klamala has been sold Edward will be sold there are A variety of key decisions that have to be made, money has to be spent, I now invite Dermot Desmond, Peter Mm -hmm. Lawwell to give us some indication whatsoever of who's going to take the key decisions, how much money is going to be spent, because tomorrow they're sending out forms to supporters to say... Would you give us six hundred pounds for a season
1: ticket? That's how
2: you spend the
4: money. Well, I here. was
1: just about to throw that back to Tam. I'm glad you, you're white. You're wiser than you look. I'm
4: doing uh, a good job today.
1: Tam, is it not about how it's spent rather than totals? The reason I ask right because we used to hear this exact point on the other side of the city. See when Celtic were wiping the floor with Rangers, we used to get calls who would say Rangers are five years behind, and then it turned into ten and fifteen. All of a sudden, people were saying they're fifteen years behind. They're a hundred million away. Tam, your team Signed Scott Arfield Alan McGregor Stephen Davis Glenn Kamara Joe Rebo Connor Goldson For Next to nothing Granted money was spent On the likes of Kent And Roof and so on But next to nothing Rangers a Couple of seasons progression Celtic A couple of seasons Regressing And all of a sudden Rangers go and win the league Have we not learned our lessons About trying to Guess how far behind one team is from the other? Because your team's shown how quickly it can be flipped in its head.
19: Well, Gerard and the uh, director of football kind of worked together, and they brought in these players who they thought could compete with Celtic, kind of thing. Know what I mean? Um, so the, the most money um, we we spent on a player is probably Ryan Kent. Yeah. And um, so most players we got what either. Out uh, contract Where our teams are Going cheap On the uh you call it two contracts Kind of thing mm-hmm. You know what I mean So We were Milled behind Celtic When we first came back up Now we're, we're Ahead of them And it's thanks to Gerard mm-hmm. And the um, Director of Football
1: Yeah the, And then that, that's That's my point Mark You know I, I remember it well Headlines and calls to the show Rangers are 15 It's going to be 15 in a row They're, they're going to need yes. 100 million <laughs> That's the type of Hyperbole we used to hear Um, Shows the power A good scouting
5: department And a good relationship With your manager That what Rangers Have achieved now Goes back Not to the summer But goes back You know A a couple of windows And and further Celtic have got An awful lot of work To do To get to that point They need to get The people in, in place First and foremost Then that needs to be Matched by Dermot Desmond Trusting them Enough to give them money uh, and then the manager to have a say on the players uh, That's why the Celtic fans want this to be happening now And not on July the 1st Because it takes a long time to put it in place
4: Spending money is easy, it's how you spend the money gone
1: And it needs a bit of both doesn't it Right, Because that history lesson we just went through mm-hmm. there Rangers continued to get better But Celtic couldn't keep strengthening They couldn't do it, they perhaps stood still And then they definitely went backwards And it's, it's a combination I don't know, Rangers might Keep getting better for the next 10 years But there's just no guarantee of that Because football is very fluid And it changes all the time If you're going to summarise today You're going
2: to summarise it by
1: saying This is the watershed moment for
2: Celtic For the first time in 22 years They have gone through a season Unable to beat Rangers They are now 23 points behind Rangers And it might get worse Before the season ends Now they know Just how much ground they have to make up To be on a level par with Rangers Or better than Rangers And now The club has to move forward And they must bring in the people Who are going to take them forward Sooner rather than later
4: Yeah I do agree um, I think that it was summed up today When the Rangers manager said And he, he made sure he made a point of it recruit, Recruitment was key And that's where they, they got the success Celtic are going to be The exact same this the summer Gordon I don't. I, I'm not worried about their money. I'm not worried about the fact that the, they've got money there to spend. It's how they spend spend it. Because last close season, they didn't spend it particularly well, because it, the evidence is there from goalkeepers to centre forwards. Shane Duffy's on big money, so they will have to spend it wisely. And you can always go out there As long as you get good players It's worth every penny That's your
2: understatement
1: of the season They did not spend it particularly well Mark, did we learn anything That we didn't already know today?
5: I don't think so I think everyone knew how strong Rangers have been this season How weak Celtic have been in both boxes And it was highlighted today The guys are right Celtic have got a lot of work to do But they're not chasing a sitting duck Rangers will improve as well in the summer it's an awful lot of work with short time to do it and wouldn't fancy having that job to do but who knows if Celtic will somehow announce their new manager in the coming days.
1: Well, it has been quite the afternoon. Always a big game when these sides meet it finish. Rangers 4, Celtic 1. Kamal Roof with 2, Morelos and Defoe on the score sheet. Edward with 1 for Celtic who had Callum McGregor sent off. You do get the feeling it is about the bigger picture rather than just what happened Today, And that means we are in for quite a week. So make sure you join us at six o'clock tomorrow. We'll go over it all again. And in the meantime, stay right there. The chart show is up next. We'll see you at six tomorrow.